like to um, deal with a Bible class tonight for we must needs die. But God will always make a way. Amen. Certainly, certainly is so important. It's so important to realize how vulnerable uh, the scripture said life is just like a vapor. It's here one moment and gone the next. My God. And certainly if we don't make preparation here, uh, we're going to spend eternity somewhere, whether it be in heaven or in hell. Amen. But certainly if, with, if we didn't have God, we must needs die. My God. He said, I have come that you might have what? Not just any old life, but abundant life. But without him, there is no hope. Amen. I'm hoping everybody is staying uh, safe with the inclement weather that we are experiencing. The, the um, uh, temperatures have plummeted. And we don't know how long they will last, but I just want to encourage uh, each and every one of you when it comes down to uh, maintaining your cars, maintaining your home, maintaining even yourself. Anytime um, you have an extreme uh, in the temperature, uh, the weak points get exploited. If you, you know, <laughs> haven't been changing your oil, you haven't been uh, your tires uh, not properly inflated, your windshield wipers are not replaced on time, your car maintenance, the car is not tuned up. Amen. Anything, any weakness is going to be exploited in these extreme temperatures. And, and that also goes for our health as well. Amen. Amen. They're telling people, you know, if you had that, especially that, um, snow we got on Friday night. That was a heavy snow. And they were telling people, you know, with the extreme temperatures and the weight of that snow, be very careful. If you go out at all, be very careful because you can end up doing uh, a serious damage, uh, you know, whether it, it be a weak heart or a weak joint or, you know, something uh, that's not quite right. Every weakness is going to be explo exploited. Amen. So we want to encourage you. Do what you need to do. Somebody say the uh, the time to prepare for war is in the time of peace. Amen. So when the weather is good, take care of your car. Take care of your, your body. Uh, take care of your house, your home, your roof. Amen. All of these things. We uh, lost power about um, 8 p.m. on Friday night uh, last week, and it didn't return until um, it was 6 p.m. on Saturday. And thank God we have a, a whole house uh, generator that you go on generator power and you don't even know the difference. Uh, but, you know, in the summertime, that generator has to have a, you know, synthetic oil change in it and put a new filter in it. And just like any car, it has to be tuned up. And if it wasn't tuned up and if it wasn't ready, well, I would have been in the dark. I would have been in the cold. So do those things that you need to do, especially even with finances. People nowadays, there's a lot of people, my God, that are... Um, <clears throat> in financial hardship, 
not just individuals, but businesses, uh, churches, organizations, my God, um, till now uh, it's it's becoming scarce when it comes down to uh, getting help. It used to be a time that you could go get a few dollars to keep your lights on, get a few dollars to pay towards your gas bill, get a few dollars and even to food pantries to get uh, a little bit of uh, food to keep to hold you over till payday. And, and those resources are being strained. So I'm just encouraging each and every one of us. You know, one of the things that um, Elder Tyree would say is that, you know, people buy what they want and beg for what they need. Amen. And, and certainly nobody's going to come beg you because they want to go buy a diamond ring. But they will beg you for light bill, gas bill, and they've already bought the diamond ring. So uh, what I'm trying to encourage everyone to do is to be a wise steward. Be a wise steward over what God has blessed you with. Take care of your business. Amen. Keep your rent paid. Keep your lights on. Keep your heat on. Do what you know to do. Take care of business. And, you know, time out for trying to keep up with the Joneses uh, because the requests become overwhelming. They become overwhelming and you can't be all things to all people all the time. Amen. And certainly uh, when you can bear your own burden. Amen. And pay your own way. Certainly be willing to do that. Amen. And we certainly know the Bible says the poor will be with you always. Amen. And there's a certain amount that we and all we all ought to have in our mind that we need to uh, be charitable, that we need to be philanthropic. Amen. We need to be hospitable. We need to be, have empathy uh, with others. Amen. And to come to their aid and to their rescue. Um, but, you know, those resources become strained as well. Amen. So we want to encourage everyone, 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 take care of your business. Do what you know that you need to do. All right. Let's go to Second Samuel 14th verse, 14th chapter and 14th verse. Amen. A woman of Tekoya, she speaks truth to power. My God, she comes and she talks to King David about his decision uh, to ban uh, Absalom uh, from the kingdom of God. Amen. She speaks truth to power. Second Samuel 14 and 14, the woman of Tekoya, she comes and speaks. She said, for we must needs die. My God, and are as water spilt upon the ground, which cannot be gathered up again, Neither doth God respect any person, yet does he devise means that his banished be not expelled from him. And I'm going to add that word forever. My God, we certainly thank God for these particular uh, words uh, that came from this woman of Tekoya and uh, told King David, if God responded like you did, come on somebody, there would be no hope for us. She's speaking truth to power. <laughs> if God did what you did, 
or did what you're doing, there would be no hope for us. And I thank God, God is a God of mercy. Come on, somebody. You know, uh, many times uh, we become discouraged because we feel that uh, we're not superhuman, we're not super spiritual, we're not super this, and you let somebody down and you haven't quite measured up. And, you know, and the enemy then begins to put that spirit of heaviness on you. Come on, somebody. My God. God does not uh, uh, deal with perfect people. First of all, we need to understand nobody's perfect but him. Remember somebody, my God, we are full of failures and fault. Amen. And that's why I thank God when he looks at us, my God, and we're covered in that blood. He looks at us through the blood of Jesus Christ. And somebody said that blood hides a multitude of sins. Come on, somebody. My God. And I thank God, even with that, God, he always makes a way. That's what he died and went to the cross, that we might have relationship. He looked forward to us gathering. Come on, somebody. My God. And, and worshiping him in spirit and in truth. My God, he paid a great price for it. Amen. And when um, King David here, he uh, banned Absalom from the kingdom. The woman of Tekoa came and she said this, and this is the crux of our Bible class on tonight. Uh, 14 and 14 again, 2 Samuel 14 and 14 again. For we must needs die and are as water spilt upon the ground. Anybody ever seen water spilt on the ground? You're not even trying to gather that back up, which cannot be gathered up again. Neither does God respect any persons, yet does he devise means, come on somebody, that his banished be not expelled from him forever. They said we wept when we remembered Zion, my God. We didn't miss our water until the well ran dry. My God. All right, the background of this story, we know that David had sinned a great sin before the Lord in line with uh, Bathsheba. And not only uh, did he commit that sin, he committed another sin trying to cover it up. And that's why we have to be so careful uh, it says a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. <laughs> you got to tell and commit sin to cover sin. Amen. So what did he do? He tried to fix that situation with Bathsheba by having Uriah killed. Remember somebody. But God sent Nathan uh, to David to told him, I saw and I know what you did. My God, can't nothing be, everything is open and naked before God. Nothing can be hid from him. Amen. And I, I want to talk about, you know, uh, although God forgave David, now he's known after as a man after God's own heart. Now we're still talking about David and Bathsheba, David and Bathsheba, David and Bathsheba. And you be careful how you talk about your brother and your sister because they can be forgiven for that thing and go on 
and you still talking about David and Bashir, David and Bashir. He's a man after God's own heart. <laughs> My God, God said, I am able to separate you from your sin as far as the east is from the west. So, you know, if God said, I'll remember it against you no more, who am I? Who am I to try to remember your past? And who am I to judge another man's servant? Come on, somebody. My God, you're not living for me. We're all living for him. And we want to hear him say, if I say well done, that's not going to get you much. But I want to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Come on, somebody. My God. So after um, God sent the, the man of God to tell David, I know what you did. Uh, uh, God forgave David, but his household suffers as a result of that sin. My God. Now listen, listen. God will forgive you, but guess what? There's a price to be paid. There's a consequence uh, for that rebellion. That's that disobedience, that sin. Come on, somebody. My God. And we certainly know that we had uh, Ammon who raped uh, his half-sister Tamar. And um, this thing, it angered Absalom. He was another one of the siblings. And from that point, he plotted to kill Ammon that raped his sister. Come on, somebody. And um, it finally came past after uh, Ammon had killed Absalom. He ran and King David banished him from the kingdom. Come on, somebody. But there was a prime minister there, Joab. Uh, knew that when the time was right, come on somebody, he had a wise woman of Tekoa come and uh, Joab uh, feigned these words, told her what to say. Come on somebody, my God, um, go tell him this story about a, a mother that had two sons and, and one son killed the other son and they were going to kill the only uh, living son that remained and, and <laughs> My God, and um, you can read it at your leisure, and it's right here in this same chapter. And um, after the woman of Tekoa um, presented this story to the king, and then she turned around and told him, if God did what you do, I know somebody, concerning Absalom, we are as water spilt upon the ground. My God, and I'm so glad God is not no respecter of person. If a brother be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore him in the spirit of meekness. Come on, somebody. Because next time it might be you. My God, there's nobody here uh, that's, um, that has, uh, you know, you're not going to cross every T and dot every I. We're all subject to fail and, and come up short sometime or another. 
Amen. <clears throat> but I thank God we serve a God. He's of no respect of a person. Come on, somebody. He will make a way that his banished be not expelled from him forever. Let's go down, go back up and get the beginning of this. Second Samuel uh, 14, 1 through 5. <clears throat> this is Joab. He perceived that the king's heart went out for his son. Have you ever made a, a decision, a harsh decision? My God, and made a, a, a judgment that you thought was harsh. Uh, not at the time that you you uh, made that judgment, but after living with it and, you know, uh, thinking about it, you, you realize, you know, um, now I'm I, not not only did I get one son killed, I have another son that I banished even myself. Come on, somebody. And your heart longs for that individual. My God, look what he says. Uh, now Joab, the son of Zeruiah, perceived that the king's heart was toward Absalom. Now he banned him from the kingdom, but now he's feeling sorry for the choice that he made. And Joab sent to Tekoya and fetched thence a wise woman and said unto her, I pray thee, feign thyself uh, to be a mourner and put on thy mourning apparel and anoint thyself with oil and be as a woman that had a long time mourned for the dead. And come to the king and speak on this manner unto him. So Joab put the words in her mouth, told her the story to tell. And when the woman of Tekoya spake to the king, she fell on her face to the ground and did obeisance and said, Help, O king. And the king said unto her, What ever thee? Zeruiah, come on, somebody, my God. And in so doing, and you can read what she uh, said to him and explained to him, I had two sons and one uh, killed the other. And now they want to kill my only uh, uh, live son. Uh, that is going to cut my husband's name off the face of the earth. My God, and, and the king got angry. And he said, don't you worry. I'm going to take care of it. My God. And then she turned around and exposed herself and said, King, my God, if God dealt with us, as you have dealt with Absalom in banning him from the kingdom, there's no hope. There most somebody. Do you all remember the first Adam that God banished from the garden? But God made a way, did he not? Uh, in Genesis, the third chapter. Genesis, the third chapter. People nowadays, they're all depressed and oppressed because they don't feel that they quite measure up and and God has not uh, forgiven them. And somehow, you know, they are allowing the enemy uh, to make them feel inadequate and unworthy. Now, that's a good thing. Nobody should feel that, you know, God has to save me or he needs me. He don't need none of us. Come on, somebody. But I thank God he's of no respecter of persons. So even when we did go left 
and he told us to go right. He's going to make a way. Come on, somebody. The Bible said with every temptation, what does he do? He make a way of escape. Amen. What happened in Genesis, the third chapter and 24? So he drove them out. He drove out the man and he placed at the east of the gate uh, of um, Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Amen. Certainly we all know the story of Adam and Eve and Eve was deceived of the enemy and he told her, you won't surely die. Come on somebody. My God. And when God came back into the garden, they hid, they ran from him. And what did God say? He didn't say Eve, where art thou? He said, Adam, the protector. Come on somebody. Adam, the leader, <clears throat> Adam, the, uh, the warrior king, where were you when the enemy was tempting your wife? Come on, somebody. Today, men serve as the priest in the home, leading them, directing them, and being examples of the ways of God. And God is holding them responsible. Amen. Now I understand and know we have to bring that up to date sometime. The woman has to serve as the priest of the home, raising her children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Amen. God is holding us responsible. Amen. And so um, when they ran, they said, Lord, we were naked. He said, who told you you were naked? My God. So that first man, Adam, brought about sin. But the second man, Adam, what did he do? He made a way. Come on, somebody. That even his banished are not dispelled from him forever. My God. Amen. So what did he do? He put uh, the cherubims, the uh, angels there and a flaming sword that turned every way to keep them away from the tree of life. My God, why? Because the tree of life would have allowed them to live eternally separated from God. My God, what did he do? He made a way that even is banished. There knows somebody, my God, may not be expelled from him forever. All right, what about even uh, even you, King David, the, the woman of Tekoa spoke to him uh, when you had killed uh, Uriah. Did God banish you? There knows somebody, but what did God do? He made a way. Let's go to 2 Samuel 12. 2 Samuel 12. And 13. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. 
Howbeit, because of this deed, thou hast given great occasion for the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. My God, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. My God, even though King David himself disobeyed God and created a, and committed a great sin, God forgave him, but yet there were going to be consequences. He told uh, David, you did this uh, in the private, but you know, it's going to happen to you and it's going to be an open for everybody to see. Come on, somebody, my God. And certainly uh, it all came to pass. You can read the story. You can read the story. Amen. Um, God always makes a way. He always makes a way. Matter of fact, um, uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was in the, the study of the um, foot washing and communion. God said, listen, if y'all come back, when they were coming back uh, from uh, Assyria, they're coming back, uh, the king of Assyria, uh, King Cyrus had made for the way for the ways, uh, the diff different waves of the people that came back. He said, if you do right and come back to God, I'll make it. I'll, I'll give you favor with your your relatives that are still in bondage. Hmm. Have you ever thought um, when we do wrong before God? What price your children may have to face? What effects of your sin is going to be placed upon your children? Now, if it goes one way, it can go the other way. Amen. My God. They said, let us let us go back and, and, and keep this feast unto the Lord and, and let us let us return unto him. I can't remember exactly where we read that scripture. And then he said, and God will give your your family that's still in captive. He'll give them favor with their enemies. Come on, somebody. My God. And if that can happen, guess what? When we sin against God. My God, he said the wages of sin is death and it don't necessarily have to be you. It don't have to be a physical death. God is the one to let you let you breathe and and let you get up in the morning and uh, you will wish you were dead. Oh, God knows how to repay. He'll get your loved one. You, you ever heard somebody say, I hate to see this day. I would rather it had been me. There may, there may be some point to that. There may, there may be some, you know, rhyme or reason to that madness. My God, all things happen for a reason. All right. So even though God had forgiven David, he said, listen, because of this and what you have done, howbeit because of this deed, thou hast given a great occasion for the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. And the child also that's going to be born unto thee shall surely die. I want you all to go with me to First Kings. Let's go to First Kings.
how God can give favor even when when we walk upright. Now, you know, David had to come and, and get himself right and and, and let uh, Nathan know it was me. I know it was me. And God said, hey, listen, I blessed you from being just a little sheep herder. I'm on somebody and made you king. My God. And he told him, listen, if that had not been enough, that's all you had to do was ask me, David. Hmm. My God, it pays to go to afternoon service. Come on, somebody. You all remember David was on that uh, rooftop, sent the men back out to war, but he stayed at home. When you don't go to afternoon service, bad things can happen. Come on, somebody. All right, 1 Kings 15, 1 through 5. It says, now in the 18th year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, reigned Ajabdalim, uh, Abijam, over Judah. Three years reigned he in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Mekah, of the daughter of Abishalam. And he walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father. Look at this. Nevertheless, for David's sake, did the Lord God give him a lamp in Jerusalem to set up his son after him and to establish to Jerusalem. Why? Because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord and turned not aside from anything that he commanded him in all the days of his life, save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. My God, look at that. We're still talking about David and Bathsheba and David and Uriah, but God is saying, listen, I'm blessing his family. Now he, has, he wasn't perfect. We've all sinned and come short at one time or another and on somebody and we all reserve the right to go astray sometime in our future but if brethren if a man be overtaken in a fault the first inclination of god is to restore him we need some spiritual people in the house that can restore folk not talk about folk not put blast them out on social media, share all of their information. Come on, somebody. My God, go gossiping and talking behind their back. See, this is the kind of stuff that tear up uh, ministries, tear up families, tear up churches, tear up relationships. Come on, somebody. You need some spiritual people that can restore individuals with a spirit of meekness. My God, because it could be me. Amen. And because of, and David had made some mistakes and we talked about that, but because uh, the Lord said, uh, nevertheless, for David's sake, did the Lord God, now this young man, he had done all, <laughs> let's, let, me, let me back up a little bit. 
he walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him. His heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father. Nevertheless, for David's sake, did the Lord his God give him a lamp in Jerusalem and set up his son after him and to establish Jerusalem because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord and turned not aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. My God. So God always has a way for his banished. Come on, somebody, to be not expelled from him. Come on, somebody. My God. And I'm I'm so glad that the king finally, when the woman of Tekoa came and explained all of this to her, he finally came up to her and said, you know what? I, Joab put you up to this, didn't he? Come on, somebody. My God. See, God has to show you yourself sometime. And isn't that what uh, Naaman did, Nathan did uh, to David? Uh, was this man that had one wee uh, lamb and... Uh, he had company came to town and, and, and instead of, uh, you know, taking this man had, well, he's a, had an abundance of sheep. And then his neighbor had one little uh, wee lamb and you lamb on. And he had company that come to town and instead of taking from his own sheep, he went and killed this one, this man's one little lamb. Come on, somebody. And what did David do? He got indignant, didn't he not? <laughs> My God. And that's the same thing he did here. Listen, I'm going to get this straight. Ain't nobody going to lay no hand on your son, this, that, and the other. And then the woman at the core said, you know what? If God dealt with us the way you're dealing with Absalom, we're as water spilt upon the ground that cannot be gathered up. Come on, somebody. My God, I thank God we have a God. And and, and I'm not making any uh, excuses for us to sin. I'm not talking about just, you know, um, openly uh, being uh, defiant, rebellious, and, and deciding you're going to do what you want to do. I'm talking about, you know, honestly walking up right before God. You know, even when we look at Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, these were all men of God uh, trying to be perfect, yet along the way we would see their flaws. I know somebody. Don't tell them you're my wife. Tell them you're my sister. <laughs> uh, that was Abraham. These men are going to kill me for you. Uh, it, it was a half truth that she was his uh, stepsister. I'm on somebody, but she was his wife. My God. Not totally trusting God, you know. Um, walking up right as best they could, but, you know, making flaws along the way. Come on, somebody. My God. And each and every one of us, uh, even when we're trying our best to walk up right before God, we're still in this flesh. 
Come on, somebody. With the mind, I can serve the laws of God. But with this flesh, the mind wants to do right, but the flesh, my God, that, that, that's, that's another animal. That's another beast that you're going to have to deal with. And the flesh don't want to do nothing right. Flesh doesn't want to do anything the right way or it will call the hard way. Come on, somebody. My God. But I'm so glad we serve a God uh, that even when we mess up, he devises a means. And, I, and I'm so glad he's no respecter of a person. He don't just do this for the Abrahams and Isaac and Jacobs. Ah, he does it for the Averys and the Harrys and the Toms. Come on, somebody. The, the ordinary people. Come on, somebody. Yet he comes, he, he, he makes a, a means. With every temptation, he will make a way of escape. My God. Look at First uh, Corinthians um Mm, that's Chronicles, First Chronicles, <clears throat> twelve and thirty-two. We'll talk about these men of Issachar. First Chronicles, uh, twelve and thirty-two. We need the men of understanding of the times in which we live. It says, and the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were 200 and all their brethren were at their commandment. Come on, somebody. I thank God for Brother Joab here uh, that knew when the king's heart. Now, he didn't go tell David when he first banned Absalom, he waited until he, he said, yeah, you know what? I can see the king's heart is toward Absalom. I can see he's, he's, a, he's a bit remorseful for what he's done. You know, um, this is kind of like um, sometimes people commit and they're too embarrassed to, to turn around because they've already said something stupid, already done something stupid. Now they don't want to, uh, you know, admit that they were wrong. They don't want to say that they're sorry. It's just like the um, the ones that uh, uh, brought the woman before Jesus that was caught in the very act. And they say, now, according to the laws of Moses, She's to be stoned to death. And Jesus said, all right, well, we'll stone her, but we just need somebody to cast the first stone. We, we need somebody without sin. And I'm so glad he looked down into the dirt because that gave them an out. Did it not? <laughs> My God, you ever heard of a, a deer in, in headlights? If Jesus had looked right at him, they, they, they would have been stuck. Come on, somebody. My God. But Jesus gave them an out, and he looked and started putting an inscription down into the ground. And when he looked up, he said, woman, where are thy accusers? Your accusers. She said, I have none. Now, Jesus had to excuse himself. Don't forget that. 
because he could have accused her, but he said, neither I. Go and sin no more. My God. I thank God, amen, that um, God gives us an out. You know, when we make, you know, stupid mistakes. And, you know, you're still feeling yourself. And I ain't going to apologize and I ain't going to do something. But Joab here said, you know what? I believe the king's heart is right for repentance. And got an old wise woman. Now, I want you to get yourself and, and anoint yourself and uh, look as one that's been mourning a long time. And I want you to tell the king this story. And in telling that story, come on somebody, King David saw himself. If God judged us the way you're judging Absalom, we're as water spilt upon the ground. My God, there is no hope for us. My God. But I'm so glad he's of no respecter of person. And he devises, he makes a way of escape. Come on, somebody. My God. Each and every one of us in times like these, we need men that have a perfect understanding of the time. Come on, somebody. My God. Uh, we are aware of Satan's devices. So many people are, you know, throwing in the towel. They're giving up. Uh, they're committing suicide. Uh, they're, they're cutting themselves. And, you know, all kinds of mental um, uh, disorders and things that are happening uh, because of the trick of the enemy. Come on, somebody. My God, we know his devices. He will make people feel so inadequate they won't even come to church. I mean, just silly stuff. We ain't talking about nothing as serious as, as this. I mean, just silly stuff. Well, well, I can't go and face my family and I can't go and face this because, you know, that happened. And, you know, when I left, I was married and, and you know, I don't want to come back single. My God, what what about the privilege of being able being able to come back? What about the, the, the joy in being back? Being made whole. My God. That's what the house of God is for. Uh the broken hearted can come in. Come on, somebody. My God. Those that have been cast aside and ostracized and talked about. My God. Isolated can come back now and, and find safety in the house of God. Come on, somebody. My God, and I, I'm so glad that Joab knew the right time. They had a perfect understanding of the times. They stood together, amen, prayed together, my God. And I'm trying to impress upon uh, people's heart and people's mind now. Be careful how you treat other folk. You still talking about David and Bathsheba and God is saying he's a man after my own heart. And you get left out there trying to judge another man's servant. You got filth and mess in your mind and God said, listen, 
If you bring it to me, I'll separate your sin as far as the east is from the west, and I'll remember it against you no more. You're in trouble when you know more than God does. God said, I will not remember it against you anymore. Here we are trying to remember and know more than God knows. You're in trouble. You're in a whole lot of trouble. Come on, somebody. My God. And he said, and if you harm, hurt the least of my little ones. You're better off having a millstone tied about your neck and cast into the sea. My God. So let God let you see yourself. You know, the Bible says, you know, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. I, I'm so glad that I learned that scripture early in, in, in my pastorate, you know. Pastoring is not about beating people over the head and browbeating folk and making them feel bad and and, and don't you know better than that and and you know uh, I can't believe you did this. The pastor is to feed you with knowledge and understanding that you may be able to stand the test. Come on, somebody. Yes, you made a mistake. Yes. You faltered. Yes, you failed, but I'm going to give you what you need to now stand. Because guess what? When you pass that test, there's going to be a greater test coming after that. The devil's not going to stop and let us waltz right into heaven. He is our adversary. He is, uh, 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 he's resisting. He's pushing against us. Remember somebody, he comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. He don't mean you any good. But yet God makes a means. My God, he said, if you confess your sins, I'm faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Come on, somebody. My God. You know, a lot of times people say, well, we make confession unto God. Yes, we do. But I want to remind you of the case of Achan. And Joshua said, make confession unto God and tell me what you have done. Come on, somebody. How do we reveal something to God when God already knows everything? My God, you tell it to the man that he has put in place to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Because it's not God's intent that we keep failing and falling and faltering over the same stuff. You know, uh, the devil's got a little retarded Hello, retarded devils, you know, tripping us up and beating us in the corner and knocking us down and we can't get up. <laughs> You're trying to tap out and, and, and hollering, uncle. And having done all to stand, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. I'm more than a conqueror. Come on, somebody. My God, it's not his intent that we keep Falling over the same old, same old. Come on, somebody. Let us grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us put on the whole armor of God that we might be able to withstand every fiery dart of the enemy. That's it. You know, we're soldiers. We fight. We're victorious. My God, we're already on the winning team. Don't allow the enemy to 
to beat you down and to banish you from the house of God, from the very place that you're going to receive help. My God, anything that's keeping you from God coming to the house and gathering yourself, you know that ain't nothing but the enemy that want to keep you away from the person or the place or the thing that will help you. My God, somebody say the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous we can run in and we are what? We're safe in the arms of God. And in times like these, we need pastors. We need leaders with a perfect understanding of the times and know what Israel ought to do. My God, we are aware of the devices of the enemy how he would make you feel that you're the only one that had done this. And, you know, you're so bad. You're so dirty. You're so down. You're so out. You're so low down. You can't tell nobody. After he done, you know, talk to you a whole year and convince you to do it, then turn around and tell you, well, you can't tell nobody. I wouldn't tell nobody that. Ooh, you can't be exposed. My God. God makes a way of escape. Come on, somebody. All right, 2 Samuel 14 and 14. We're going back to this. He said, for we must needs die. Come on, somebody. And as water spilt upon the ground, which cannot be gathered up. My God, if God did not make a way, the whole human family would be as water spilt upon the ground that cannot be gathered up. Come on, somebody. My God, if he had left it at the first man, Adam, and didn't block them from going back and getting to that, that tree of life, we would have lived eternally hiding from him. Hmm. Would have lived eternally separated from him. Yet, he devised a means. That second man, Adam. Come on, somebody. My God. That those that were banished, we wouldn't be banished forever. Come on, somebody. My God. If God didn't make a way, we could not be gathered up again. And certainly, I love with the woman of Tekoa, the illustration that she gave. Uh, and in my mind, I see water. A lot of times you, you spill water on the ground and it's hot summertime. It's almost evaporating. It falls on hot pavement. You, you look back at it two or three minutes later, it's just about all gone because it's evaporated. It's so hot. Come on, somebody. My God. Um, you think about, you know, sugar that's poured into coffee. You can't get that sugar back. It's gone. My God, it can't be reversed. You know, the dreaded um, salt shaker trick, you know, people get to the table and unscrew the top of the salt and you you dump a whole bottle of salt onto your food. It can't be reversed. Come on, somebody. My God, if God does not forgive our trespasses, we are eternally 
lost. Come on, somebody. And I'm so glad for the uh, the man that came um, that wanted to have the children of God uh, cursed. He said, there they are. <laughs> Curse them. He said, I received a commandment to bless and it cannot be reversed. My God, uh, the devil wants to kill us. He wants to stop us. He wants to, we're, we're saints. We're just a few days, just a few more weary days. My God, we're at the doorstep of heaven, making it through here. And the devil is trying to stop us and do everything he can. But guess what? My God, I received a commandment to bless and it cannot be reversed. Come on, somebody. My God, somebody ought to clap your hands on that one. My God, when the devil's trying to disqualify us, take us out of here, turn us around, give us, a, a you know, uh, this old guilt and, and depression and oppression, thoughts of suicide throwing in the town, I received a commandment to bless and it cannot be reversed. My God, what a mighty God we serve. My God. Mm. So I thank God. I thank God. God can show you. God can turn them things around. Come on, somebody. My God, and when man will write you off, come on, somebody. God is of no respecter of person. Guess what? He don't have to respect you for your good looks. Uh, come on, somebody. <laughs> he don't have to respect you for your money, your beauty, your talent, your knowledge. Come on, somebody. I don't care if you're rich or you're poor or disenfranchised. Come on, somebody. God don't have to be bothered with neither one of us. Come on, somebody. God can always furnish himself with what he needs. He can speak it right into existence. There are those that came and said, and we be Abraham's seed. Come on, somebody. He said, listen, don't think yourself to be something because you're Abraham's seed. God is able to raise up rocks as seed unto Abraham. Come on, somebody. My God. But he's no respecter of person. What he's done for one he will do for another. My God, when he raises one up, he'll raise you up too. If he forgives one and brings him back into right relationship and fellowship in the house, he'll do the same thing for you. Look at that Matthew uh, 3 and 19. John the Baptist told those Pharisees and those Sadducees, he said, and think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. God didn't have to accept them. God don't have to accept us. Come on, somebody. 
God don't need us. We need him. My God. Uh, Psalms 24 and 1 says what? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Did you all know the earth is for the Lord's pleasure? Hmm. See, I, I may not see the seven wonders of the world of Bellagraph Gardens and the ancient uh, ruins of, of Rome and all of these places. But the earth wasn't made for me. <laughs> My God, the earth is the Lord's. It's his creation. It's his doing. And guess what? And the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein is for the Lord's pleasure. Come on, somebody. And did you know that the Lord is for our pleasure? <laughs> the world is for the Lord's pleasure, and the Lord is for our pleasure. My God. Uh, let's read it. Let's go to Psalm 16. <clears throat> Psalm 16 and 7. Preserve me, O God. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at what? My right hand and I shall not be moved. Therefore, or since this is a fact, my heart is glad. And my glory rejoices, my flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will I suffer thy holy one to see corruption. That will show me the path of life in the presence, in thy presence is the what? Fullness of joy and at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. My God, the Lord. The earth is for the Lord's pleasure and the Lord is for our pleasure. Come on, somebody. My God. And somebody said, as long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. Come on, somebody. My God. And this is a, a unique sense of security that we as all uh, believers have, you know, um, we're all going to experience some trouble and some discomfort. We're all going to experience sometimes some anxiety and some um, uh, a measure of unbelief. Lord, I know you did it for somebody else, but will you do it for me? Come on, somebody. But when we get in God's word and get the truth of the matter, you know, the Bible said there are ways that seemeth right to a man, but they lead to death and destruction. Come on, somebody. My God. But when we follow the way of God, not the ways of God, the way of God. Come on, somebody. My God said, in his presence is the full. You haven't, you haven't experienced the apex of joy and excitement and achievement and 
a worthiness, a worth, uh, you know, until you get into the presence of God. And then at his right hand, I haven't studied that to find out, is that after we go on to, to you know, leave this earth, but at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. My God, somebody said, when I see Jesus, my God. Unbelievers can only experience hopelessness, confusion, no purpose, no plan. Come on, somebody. People that are hopeless commit suicide. People that are confused, they have no purpose. They run into the high school and shoot up their fellow students. Depressed and down and out, come on somebody. My God, mentally beaten up by the enemy, will kill their parents, commit suicide, do all kinds of, they don't have no hope. If in this world we have hope only, we are what? All men most miserable. But we have a hope that goes even beyond the grave. Come on, somebody. My God. Even I, if I have to go by way of the grave. Come on, somebody. My God. That's not the end of it. I have a hope that goes even further than that. My God, I'm so glad he found, uh, David, he found a secret to joy. See, you know, um, joy is deeper than happiness. Did you know that you can feel joy in your deepest uh, trouble? Come on, somebody. Now, you know, happiness is, is temporary. That's only, you know, the things that you can see by uh, or experience by external circumstances. And most of my many sometimes, sometimes people can see something and their happiness totally leave them. But joy, you can see the adversary coming and you can tell God, you know what? You're going to get the glory out of this. I'm going to be victorious. Though he slay me, I'm still going to trust him. Come on, somebody. My God. Uh, it is so important that we find the secret of joy. What does it say? The joy of the Lord, it is mine. I can fight off my enemy because I, even though I'm in the middle of the fight, I still got joy. Songwriters say, I still got joy. Out of all that I've been through, I still got joy. I still got faith. Come on, somebody. I still believe God. Out of all that I've gone through and enduring right now, I still have joy. The Lord is blessing me. Come on, somebody. My God. He doesn't have no respect of person, yet he devised a means that his banished be not expelled from him forever. My God, he doesn't need us. We need him. My God, 
And when we get in any trouble, what does he do? He devises a means. If a brother be overtaken in a fault, restore him. My God, restore him in the spirit of meekness. All right, let's go to Isaiah 54, 1 through 5. Israel was likened unto a barren woman because God had to abandon her for a season. Come on, somebody. My God. But yet God makes a way. Isaiah 54. Let me see how many scriptures. I got enough scriptures. This, we'll end it with this one here. Isaiah 54, 1 through 5. What does he say? Sing, O barren, thou didst not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame, for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. For thy maker is thy what? My God. He done put a ring on it, y'all. The Lord of hosts is his name, and thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for God of the whole earth shall he be called. Come on, somebody. They were instructed to return unto him, saying, come on, somebody, Israel, <clears throat> I had to abandon you for a season. My God, because of your disobedience. My God, but now I want you to sing and I want you to break forth into singing, cry aloud. Come on, somebody, my God, come in with your hands up. If you return unto me, my God, I'll return unto you. I'll bless your house. I'll bless your home. I'll bless your family. I'll bless your marriage. I'll bless your children that are still out there on the streets in sin. Come on, somebody. My God. Mm. Don't tell me what God won't do. If you will return unto him, he'll return unto you. Don't you allow the enemy to keep you oppressed and depressed and down and out and I'm not worthy and I, you know, come on. My goodness. God said, if you'll return unto me, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear and open up, I'll come in and sup with him and him with me. Come on, somebody. My God. Cry aloud that thou didst not travail with child. Uh, you, you've been barren. You, you haven't been fruitful. You've tried to do it without being nothing going right. Come on, somebody. You've been looking for love in all the wrong places. 
But if you would cry out unto me, come on somebody, my God. He said, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife. My God, the world is doing better than you are. That's just like the prodigal son said, you know, why would I sit here and eat with this swine? My father's got servants in his house living better than this. Come on, somebody. Even the world is doing better than you. And the married wife saith the Lord, I'm married to you. You belong to me. This is not just a one night stand. I knew before I said I do, I'd have to send you to Babylon. <laughs> My God. Before I brought you to uh, the land that was flowing with milk and honey, I knew. Come on, somebody. I'd have to send you into Babylonian captivity and deliver you from that. He knows you and all of your flaws and all of your, your, your mishaps. And you can't hide nothing from God. He still put a ring on your finger. Come on, somebody. My God. Somebody said he looked beyond all my faults. Mm, who wouldn't serve a God like this? He knows you. He knows you better than you know yourself. My God. You may have a sense that you are a wretch, but you don't know how much of a wretch you are. I counsel you to buy of me gold that's been tried in the fire, my God, so thou mayest see and the shame of your nakedness don't appear. Come on, somebody. You just have a sense of how bad, you know how we are. Well, I'll do this, but I won't do that. You know, you're wrong but you got nerve to have righteousness in your sin. Well, I did this, but you're, I ain't doing that. Don't you get out there on the devil's turf talking about what you ain't gonna do. You, you, my goodness. Are you serious? You're no match for the enemy all by yourself. You need the power of God. Resting upon your life. Come on, somebody. And God said, and instead of just sitting out there dying in your sins, cry, sing. Oh, barren, thou did this not bear. Break forth into singing. Cry aloud. Come on, somebody. And after that, he said, enlarge the place of your tents and, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy inhabitation. Spare not, lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left. Come on, somebody. You shall inherit the Gentiles. Thy seed is going to inherit the Gentiles. Uh, I'm going to make you the lender and not the borrower. I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. Come on, somebody. And uh, make, desolate, make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. Look at this. For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth. Look at this. And shall not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. I'm back. Come on, somebody. I'm going to separate your sin as far as the east from the west, and I'm not going to remember it 
anymore. Not going to hold it against you. I'm going to blot it out. Come on, somebody. Verse 5, for thy maker is thy husband. Who is he? The Lord of hosts is his name. And thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of all the earth, the whole earth, shall he be called. My God, if we will return unto him, he will abundantly pardon. Come on, somebody. Because of your disobedience, I had to abandon you for a while. But I have devised a means. I'm your husband. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm married to you. I'm responsible for you. I'm concerned about you. My God. Uh, Jose had to go and buy Gomer back with silver. Silver means redemption. Jose had to go back, go back and buy a wife that already belonged to him. Hmm. Come on, somebody. For God so loved the world that he gave. Come on, somebody. His only begotten son for something that already belonged to him. We, we just said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Come on, somebody. My God. Yet, he devised a means. Mm, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. God was not a man. He became a man so he could redeem mankind back to himself. My father worketh hitherto. And then Jesus said, I work. My God, God, the father, the creator hung the stars and the earth and everything in place, separated the light from darkness and the dry land from the wetland. Come on, somebody. But after a while, he had gone as far as he can go as the father. Come on, somebody. Now he needed a body that could shed blood. My father worketh hitherto. And Jesus said, and I work. My God, what could make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Mm. What could make me white as snow? Nothing but the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Without the shedding of blood? My God, there is no remission of sins. I dare you to return to him. I dare you to run back. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous, come on somebody. God has placed an indelible mark upon your life. Don't let nothing keep you from God. Somebody said, I'll let nothing separate me. Come on somebody. My God. We were banished from his sight, yet he devised a means. And listen, he didn't save you just to lose you now. At this very tail end of our race, you've come too far, been through too much to die right here. My God, get up from there and let's finish our race. Get up from there and lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us. 
so we can see God's face in peace. All right, that's enough for tonight. There may be someone under the sound of my voice. You have not been baptized in Jesus' name. You haven't been filled with the precious gift of the Holy Spirit by the evidence of speaking in other tongues. My God, as the Spirit of God gives the utterance, the Bible says that's what will happen when we're born again. Come on, somebody. Except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. It is God's desire that a man be saved first and then come into the knowledge of the truth. Come on, somebody. My God, you have to have your eyes opened. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Except the man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. If you're under the sound of my voice and you haven't had that experience, will you call me? Call me tonight, 734 Call me. My God, we will return your call. Share with you with thus saith the Lord. Amen. Baptize you in the name of Jesus and God himself will fill you with his spirit by the evidence of speaking in other tongues, just as they did in the Acts, in uh, by in your Bible, the Acts of the Apostles in your Bible, you will hear yourself speak another dialect, another tongue. Nobody's taught you, nobody's prodded you, my God. But it's a miracle that only comes from God, and the Lord Himself will write your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you haven't had that experience, call me. Seven three four four seven seven six eight nine one. Amen. May God bless you. May God keep you is our prayer. Let us all bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, oh God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. Father, we thank you. My God, hallelujah, for we must needs die. But we thank God. You are no respecter of persons, and what you have done for one, you will do for another. And you will make a way in every situation of escape. My God, help us to hide this word in our heart, and we emphatically, we will not sin against you. I'll let nothing separate me from the love of you. Oh God, we're asking that you would dismiss us from this particular Bible class, this streaming service, Lord Jesus, but keep your loving arms of protection around us. Keep us in your care. Oh God, apply your blood above the doorposts of our homes, Lord Jesus. Make them places of peace, places of refuge, places of protection. Oh my God, bind the hand of the enemy. Strengthen our hands for the work that will stay on the wall and will work until the day is done. And we'll hear you say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Father, these blessings we're asking that you would grant them right now. Oh, God, hallelujah. Keep us in your care and give your angels charge. Cover us in your blood. Father, these blessings we're asking in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.